the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show on this hump day. Hump day! <laughs> I'm already in a good mood since it's hump day. And then you add in that I get to have some laughs with my favorite financial thought doctor, a.k.a. Fighting Meadows. And it just gives me more reason to be smiling. Hello there, my friend. A.K. Dynamite Woman, what's up? Oh, not a mooch, man. I tell you what's not up for me is your former outfit, the Navy. I don't know. Did you hear about them using a drag queen now as their, quote, digital ambassador to attract recruits? It makes me want to puke. (laughs) You're reminding me of different branch of service, but in the movie, A Few Good Men. Colonel um, Jessup at the end says to uh, Tom Cruise's character, Kathy, he says, I'm going to rip your head off and puke down your skull. (laughs) 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 You've weakened a nation today. All you've done is weaken a nation today. Well, that's what that's what they're that's what the Navy's doing. I mean, like, seriously, I saw this video and I'm like, this cannot be real. If Patton were alive, he would slap that fool's wig right off his head. Totally, totally. I mean, like, they didn't learn from Bud Light. I, mean, I know, <laughs> exactly. Navy's dumber than, than, than Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> the Navy's gone dumb, man. But I think we can turn things around. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, well, I tell you what, yeah. you know, the deep state has stuck over into the armed forces. And yeah. it's very bad. It is. It is. That is what's taking place. There's obvious, I don't know who's getting to these guys, but they are not in the Navy I was in years ago. No, but I will tell you a little bit of hope. I'm going to uh, the uh, Naval Academy graduation at the end of the month to celebrate the graduation of a very special young man, Woodrow Orris, and he is brilliant politically and quite the conservative and so are a lot of the midshipmen that are there so you know i think i think we just need to get a better commander in chief in there and route this out um trump has not been quite as you know forceful against this movement as i would like him to be um but that's what we need i mean we need we need to ban all this kind of crap we need to just you know you got to take care of the deep state yeah. You're going to drain the swamp. 
and kill those alligators when they're coming out. Yep. Absolutely. We, we, we got to do it um, before it's too late. And, I, you know, I have to I feel sorry for the other, you know, servicemen that have to, you know, put up with this nonsense. I mean, imagine being on a sub. Imagine you, you're, you know, you, you, you're on a submarine and those dudes are like underwater for I don't know how many months at a time. And that's who you got running around on the submarine <laughs> can you imagine now if it was on a carrier you're thinking you, you, somebody's going to shove him overboard right somebody's just going to somebody's going to be walking by whoops and put an elbow in his side and then and then it's over but on no, a submarine a blanket party a blanket party what's a blanket party shove him with a blanket and throw him overboard <laughs> that's like a navy version of a code red <laughs> there you go. Oh God! See, you always make me laugh, even when we're talking about tossing somebody overboard. <laughs> uh. All right, um, got to get into some serious news. The Feds today uh, hiked uh, rates by twenty-five basis points. Can you explain that to those of us who are not financial thought doctors? Well, the Fed thinks that they're going to be able to control inflation by increasing rates. But they're totally wrong. As the uh, uh, article that I sent you and Noah today, and that company, Brian Westbury with First Trust, got the award last year for being the most accurate in, in predicting what's going on with the economy. And it is not a problem of interest rates. And raising interest rates are not going to solve the problem. What is the problem is the increase of M2 money supply. Yeah. Now, we increased up to 2022, but since then, or 2020, since then, it's been decreasing, which is a good thing. M2 money is a supply of money in the system. Mm-hmm. And that's what causes inflation, not interest rates, not controlling interest rates, but as they point out, Brian Westbury, and he does it every week, comes out with a Monday morning for, uh, prediction. And today he came out when they raised it 25 basis points. And the Fed is kind of saying that this is the end of it, but we're not promising anything. That a lot of people are taking this, that now we're going to see a decrease in rates going forward. He doesn't believe that is true, and he also says it has nothing to do with decreasing inflation. What has been the problem, and none of the people, the press, that are asking questions of Powell at, when he talks about raising the rates, nobody in the last year has brought up M2 money supply. No one asks him about the M2 money supply, and that's what the problem is. Well, the yeah. idea, though, is about, you know, the idea of raising interest rates is it's supposed to take money out of the supply. Hence, bring, re- reduce demand, and that's what's going to help inflation. No. Okay. That isn't what the, you know, it means cost of goods and services go up. Right. And that's what causes inflation. 
So what really the problem is, is the supply issue. And what is happening right now, now since 2020 and 2022, with that increase of going on, it's gone down greater than since the Great Depression. The money supply has decreased like 4%, which is greater than it ever did during the Great Depression. And if it keeps going this way, when they keep raising interest rates and they don't cut the money supply coming down, we're going to have a deeper recession instead of a normal recession. So the point is this, Andrea, is that you need to be aware and look at the M2 money supply. And what do you do in the meantime? Pray. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I tell you what, there's idiots that are running Washington right now. I mean, come on. That's what the deep state, they're the ones that are running Washington. Washington right now. It isn't Biden. He's a puppet. Yeah. That guy doesn't have an original thought in his mind ever. No. I mean, he's being told what to do. It may be Obama. It may be somebody else. It may be George Soros. I don't know who the hell it is, but I'm telling you this. It is not Biden that's running this, and everything he's done has been wrong. And now he's trying to push through his his green agenda and he invited people to the White House to negotiate this thing. It's going to get ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have any trust in McCarthy. Uh, you know, uh, that they the House passed their bill, um, but, you know, it has to go through the Senate to be passed into law. So then it's got to be negotiated, which means, you know, the starting point was weak. At least it was something. Right. But um, yeah. but, you know, what you pointed out, which was good. But then McCarthy has already backtracked. Three hundred million dollars now is going to go to Ukraine. Three hundred million. Oh. They announced today three hundred million more going to Ukraine. When we're $34 trillion in debt, and we just had Todd Benzman on uh, the last hour to talk about the crisis that's happening at our southern border. So we don't have a whole lot of fiscal, you know, anybody with any fiscal brains going on in D.C. And as for the no. green energy energy deal, um, oh, that we were being mocked by Chuck Schumer and others saying, nobody's going to try to deny you your gas stove. That's not going to happen. Well, New York has just become the first state to pass legislation banning the use of natural gas for heating and cooking after they yep yep all right go out and get those <laughs> yeah um yeah jennifer granholm our energy secretary had mocked millions of americans concerned about it um then um let's see this provision now in new york the provision will require new buildings to be constructed with only electric hookups for appliances and utilities beginning in 2025 so a year and a half from now and you know what's ridiculous where does the electric energy come from it doesn't come out of the air (laughs) right it isn't magic and you know what and you know what and and think about this too uh, you know, it doesn't, that doesn't come out of the air. And w- at least when you've got, when you've got power outages, you can cook on a gas stove. Yeah, totally. 
You think about that. Always. This is talking. You can also heat your water heaters. Yeah. So you have hot water. Yeah. And you can also uh, run your um, electric, your uh, air conditioner. Yeah. There's so all. Co- yeah. So these, the people that are up there proposing this stuff are idiots. Well, it's all about power. And I have been saying this for decades, that the left wanted to get control of our energy sector and our health. And once they got that, they had control over our lives because with energy, control of energy, they can move us around, push us into certain places, dictate how hot our home is, how cold it is, what we can drive, what we can't drive. And then with our health, they can they can just deny us treatments and let us die off or kill us. Uh, you know, with, with certain drugs or injections we're required to take. So here we are. And, but you know what? As long as we're still alive on this earth, Elhoff, we've got, we've got a job to do and we've got some choices. There's some things we can control. And you can control, uh, the choices that you make. You can, that includes your money. Um, you can control whether or not you're going to continue to live in a state that abuses you at this point. You know, we we still have some states better than others. And you can make some decisions that have to do with your money. And that's why I wanted you to come on and do these news you can use segments. Because we can't just let this bad news. We, we need to laugh about it. We need to recognize it. We need to do what we can to save our country. And then we also need to protect ourselves and do what we can to make our own lives better in the meantime. And I know that that's what you do. And you help people figure th- the money end of it out. Yes? Totally. Because what you alluded to is this, is 80% of what happens to us, we have no control over. The other 20%, we do have control over. And that 20%, you need to identify what you do have control over. Mm -hmm. You don't have any control over interest rates. You don't have any control out of rate of returns. You don't have any control of 80% of what happens to you. So what do you have control of? You have control of what you can do. And I go back to the formula. Mm-hmm. You need to live on 85% of what you earn. You need to save 15%. And you need to have a balance in your portfolio of what I call statement wealth and contractual wealth. Mm-hmm. Guarantees versus non-guarantees because what the world wants you to do and they always encourage you to do put it in my fund you're taking the risk they want you to take the risk so you need to identify where you're taking the risk and figure out where can i put money where i'm not taking the risk Mm -hmm. and that's what i help people understand what 20 percent do you have control over the other 80% you got to ignore, you got to move on. You don't have control over taxes, risk, inflation, deflation. You don't have any control over that. Right. But you do have real control over what you do. That's right. And that's what I help you design. How do they get a hold of you, my man? 619-548-0965, 619-548-0965. Or go to financialthoughtdoctor.com. Spell it out, financialthoughtdoctor.com. And there's a lot of tools on there that you can look at. And there's blogs. There's a lot of stuff on there 
that you can do it yourself. But if you're tired of it and you don't know what is really going on, then call me, 619-548-0965. All right, my dear. Thank you for being here. Right. Thanks for the laughs. All right, talk at you later, my man. All right, Bob. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back. <sighs> How, uh, according to the, the latest from the trans community, is that it's now comparable to the Holocaust? Can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Stay tuned. of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Yeah, uh, Randy's has opened up a new location here. It's not exactly close to me. Has anybody tried it yet? Is it worth me driving out to Murphy Canyon Road? 888-344-1170. I don't know. A good donut is definitely worth a drive, but I need to, I need to get a word. I need to get, get, I need a witness. I need somebody to testify as to whether or not Randy's is worth a drive. Ooh, did I make a rhyme? Carrot sticks. If you're listening, hook us up. Yes, absolutely. Don't be. Yeah. He sent me an email earlier. Don't be teasing me. I wonder if Uber Eats will deliver from Randy's. I might have to look you into that. I might look you have to look you into that. Um, okay, so this this trans situation. Ten years ago, were, were we all talking about this trans stuff? I don't think we were. So don't tell me that this is not some mental health, you know, uh, departure in this country and not a mental health crisis with all this. So um, the just like covid in which the guys to control us was well, I mean, so much of the left, not even just covid. It's like if um, if you if you don't want to pay for women's birth control, uh, they're going to all die. And um, if you want to enforce immigration laws, you hate brown people and, you know, you're, you're, you know, they're all going to suffer. And if you don't go along with COVID, people are going to die. Granny's going to die. If you don't want, if you want to privatize social security, you want to shove granny off a cliff. Um, so much about, so much of the, weapon to beat us into submission is based on the phony guise of health and when it comes to and it's so abusive it's like this whole thing with trans that if you don't go along with a four-year-old who says he's he's really you know a girl then that four-year-old is going to grow up and kill themselves right that's what they're telling parents and it's so abusive it's no different than a husband telling his wife if you ever leave me i'm going to kill myself he beats her and then when she's ready to walk out the door, he manipulates her and says, or if you leave, I'll kill myself. It's the same type of abusive tactic. And it's all abusive. Everything, every agenda item of the Democrats is shoved on us like this. If you don't go along with it, you're the cause of somebody's unhappiness, somebody's health issues, somebody's life, this and that. And it's a weapon. Here's the latest now of a quote trans person saying that the trans suicide rate is comparable to the holocaust clip two 
Please stop misusing the word genocide. It's offensive to Jewish people. Yeah, see, here's the thing, though. I'm not misusing the word. Transgender people are facing an act of genocide right now. The laws that are being passed against my community right now are absolutely directly responsible for the astronomical unaliving rate that we have. 52% of trans people last year considered unaliving. First of all, what is unaliving? What, what is that term, unaliving? What does that even mean? 52% of trans people last year considered unaliving. I guess he's trying to say considered killing themselves. But it's a cl- very interesting choice of words. I don't know if it was because to, to um, for wherever this was initially put up, if you have to use uh, a different word or you're not going to, you know, I don't understand what this word unaliving means. Second of all, there is no such thing Uh, He goes on to say that when he starts off, he's saying, please stop misusing the word genocide. And what he's saying is he's kind of quoting people that tell you to stop using the word genocide because it's offensive to Jewish people. And uh, it's he, he makes it sound initially like he agrees with that statement and he doesn't. He goes on to say, uh, we're not misusing the word. Trans people are literally killing themselves every day on the level of the Holocaust. Six million Jews were slaughtered in the Holocaust. They did not kill themselves, and there are not six million people in the trans community killing themselves. That's a lie. And second of all, there's no such thing as a transgender person. That does not exist. There's no such thing as transgender people being 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 un, unalived in the form of legislation. He goes on to say they're facing active genocide right now because of laws that are being passed against my community. There's no genocide happening. There's no such thing as a transgender person. There's not a third category of human being here. There are male and female. And it's gone from Men who, who want to live their life and, and they've gone from sex change now to gender affirming to now that there, it, there is a, a human being who is a trans person and the government's trying to kill them off. That's how I'm understanding what this person is trying to say. We've, we've now evolved here. It's no longer about sex changes. It's no longer even about gender affirming care where somebody gets to choose to be a different person. Now it's about they already are a whole type of person in and among themselves and they're being killed off basically through legislation and or that legislation directly killing them off because if they can't have the if they can't have this surgery, then they're being murdered when the reality is, is they're being murdered by having the surgery, particularly children. And the reason why they're going pre-puberty is because they know that 90% of children no longer feel that way if they're allowed to go through puberty. Was there something you wanted to add to this? I thought you were leaning in and wanting to say something. Just listening. I'm no longer on board with the idea of adults do whatever you want to do because we're past that. Because it's not about it. There was a meme that was going around saying, um, if, if, if I can't remember what it said now, something along the lines of if you're a man and and, you know, you want to live your life as a woman, that's on you. But if you're a man and you want you want to force me 
to pretend. That's on us. We get to decide whether or not we participate in this. And as a society, I don't think that we should be taking the attitude anymore. I am done with the attitude of if you're an adult, you get to do what you want to do because they have abused that privilege in this country. What's your solution? My solution is, is that I think we should ban in this country this type of surgery. I think we need to go back to consider this a mental illness. And if they want to go to Mexico, they want to go to Korea or Thailand or somewhere else to get this surgery, they've got to go out of the United States to get it done. That's what I think we what we've got to do. There are doctors that get that get prosecuted if they plastic surgeons have an ethical duty to not first of all to not perform plastic surgery on young children, but also um, th- these people that want to come in and look like Barbie doll, right? Have you ever seen botched to where these women will come in and they've had 150 surgeries because they're trying to look like a Barbie doll or whatever? That's a mental illness. And they're not supposed to reward that mental illness any more than an anorexic coming in to a doctor and being given Ozempra or whatever the new diet pill is. So I'm no no longer on board with the idea of as an adult, do what you want to do, because that has been abused in this country. And now they're trying to force everybody else to participate in their mental illness. And I'm not going to do that. And that's exactly what it is. I think we need to ban this surgery all the way around in this country. Am I off off the mark on this? 888-344-1170. That's how ultimately you protect children by also protecting the psyches of the mentally ill. We need to go back and have it be declared not as... um, because because now we've even got from transgenderism, see how it's morphed now into, into trans ableism to where we've got people putting bleach in their eyeballs to, to uh, go blind and wanting limbs cut off because they've got body integrity dysphoria now. It's just growing. We're not solving any problem by, by pandering to this. We're just destroying our nation and the, and the psyche of our nation. We're already a nation that's on all these psychotropic drugs, which are often tied to the mass shootings. There's nothing about big pharma and feeding people all these psych drugs that's solving the problem. And at no point are we helping this community by, by feeding this. Going to take a break. We come back. I want to hear from you guys. Do you think that these surgeries should be banned across the board, even including adults? 888-344-1170. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm going to try to gracefully get my laptop plugged back in while I'm chatting with you guys. There we go. Grace in action. Yeah, <laughs> Grace in action. Okay, so. Um, before the break, I was saying something that I thought might get some shocked reactions from some people that I felt like we needed to completely end this trans- transgender surgery in the nation and we need to ban it um, because we're just mutilating uh, you know, m- the mentally ill. And I'm going to take the fact that nobody called in to say, you're crazy, AK, uh, that they agree with me. What do you think, Skins? Do you think people... Well, normally, the you, you know, people want to express their disagreement so they call up on a radio show so you must just be spot on yeah well i'm always spot on i'm always right um (laughs) except for when you're talking about batman anyway go ahead yeah um 
there's speculation that there will be indictments in the next couple of days, if not maybe a couple of weeks against Hunter Biden. Uh, there's breaking news today, according to Chuck Grassley and um, oversight chair James Comer um, about a criminal scheme involving Joe Biden and a foreign national. Um, here's what uh, what we're hearing about today. Um, according to a whistleblower, there uh, there is a record alleging that then Vice President Biden engaged in a bribery scheme with a foreign national. According to the whistleblower, the record details an alleged arrangement involving an exchange of money for policy decisions. Um, so on Wednesday, um, ranking member of the Senate Budget Committee, Chuck Grassley and James Comer of Kentucky demanded that the FBI produce an unclassified record that claims a criminal scheme existed between that foreign national and then vice president. Um, so they have subpoenaed Christopher Ray. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I'm not surprised that there's a record out there that's unclassified showing the truth. It's got the goods that Joe Biden you know, accepted a bribe for policy decisions. I mean, isn't that already obvious that that's what was going on when um, you have him flying around the country? He's been put in charge of energy and he's flying his kid all around the country getting and his kid and his brother all end up getting their pockets lined on deals and corporations involving energy in places like Ukraine. And what happened in Ukraine? He bragged about that he was able to withhold, since he's the big on energy, he was able to withhold $5 million or $5 billion, I don't even remember how much it was, of aid to Ukraine if they didn't fire the prosecutor investigating his kid. That's the reverse benefit of the bribery. You give me some money and I'll give you policy decisions that you like, foreign national, but then also... Uh, you know, that policy decision probably comes with some money going your way. And so then you're going to give me something back. It's quid pro Joe. So you so you think Joe's uh, going to be exiting stage left anytime soon? I'm going to say it again. John Solomon was reporting today that he's expecting, he's hearing indi- that, that Hunter Biden will be indicted. I think what's going to happen is if he is indicted, it's going to be on like the extent of a jaywalking charge. I think, I think what's going to happen is it will be that kind of low level nothing. Stretch it out into next year. And then there will be behind the door, behind the scenes, behind closed doors deal between the Democrat Party and the DOJ to push him out to give a slap on the wrist to Hunter Biden. But you don't think that's happening till next year? I don't think it's going to happen till next year. Absolutely not. They're going to slow walk it. Christopher Ray is going to have excuses. Look how Christopher Ray fought, you know, and obstructed justice on every other demand of documents during the Russian collusion hoax, right? During the Durham investigation. Christopher Ray and and for Trump to not be willing to say or to say recently that the jury's out, it, it's yet to be determined whether or not Christopher Ray was a mistake. You know, that's a mistake to say that. You need to say I trusted people. You know, I brought somebody up from the ranks. I was told by everybody. This is you know what this is what happens when you're the executive. You have a team around you of advisors. You were advised that this was the right guy, and he wasn't. 
He was no better than Comey. You know, he's he's bad-mouthing other people. That he, He's bad-mouthing Kaylee McEnany and others. Why can't he bad-mouth Ray? You know, it, it, it would be a show of strength. It would reinforce that he's still the outsider. And then he can say, you know what? I've learned from all my mistakes. He doesn't even have to get into the details of the mistakes. He could say... You know, first of all, he's doing a town hall next week on CNN, and I think that's a mistake. One of the mistakes that he made when he was president was that there was never a question he wasn't willing to answer. Never a person. He was more willing to talk to far lefties in the media than a lot of conservatives. He should be going around on shows like mine instead of CNN. Who's going to be watching at CNN that's MAGA? Who, what Democrat or independent watching CNN is going to be won over to his side? Not CNN. I get that he didn't want to go on Fox after what they've done, but is, does he really think CNN is any better? What do you think he should do? What do you think his... No, I agree his, with you. He should go on, you know, also outlets like One America News, you know, ones that will legitimately ask him the great questions, have him be able to be propped up and look like he's the guy for 24. Yeah. He should be willing to take some tougher questions. Um, he should be willing to make some mistakes. But yeah, he should be shouldn't be going on CNN, especially he after knows he, what he's going to get. He knows, yeah, you know, just like he sat for hours with Bernstein or Woodward and and did all those questions. No, he needs to go on One American News on all the shows there on One American News. He needs to be willing to spread himself around, go to Real America's Voice, go on all the shows of Real America's Voice, go in studio. Well, and Salem's a huge co- a company. Na- nationwide he should be going every outlet oh yeah he should be on gallagher gorka prager brandon tatum he should be on all of salem shows he should be doing i don't know what tucker's you know um limitations are right now but he could be doing a sit down with tucker can you imagine on twitter quick little hit gonna take a break we'll see what we're gonna talk about when we come back i mean surprise y'all Don't go away. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. We're going to continue a little bit on this FBI story and uh, Joe Biden uh, from continuing on from the letter from Chuck Grassley, we have received legally protected and highly credible unclassified whistleblower disclosures. Based on those disclosures, it has come to our attention that Department of Justice and the FBI possess an unclassified FD-1023 form that describes an alleged criminal scheme involving then-Vice President and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. Um, the document includes a precise description of how the alleged criminal scheme was employed as well as its purpose. The letter voiced concern over what was done with the information, saying it would appear that the DOJ and the FBI have enough information to determine the truth and accuracy of the information contained within it. However, it remains unclear what steps, if any, were taken to investigate the matter. What do you mean? We know it wasn't investigated, Right.
The letter uh, went on to say that there is significant public interest in assessing the FBI's response to this information, as well as growing concern that the DOJ and the FBI's track record of allowing political bias to infect their decision-making process necessitate exacting congressional oversight. You know what? And, and, over, and what it really needs is accountability. See, the problem we have in this country is that the very people committing the crimes of corruption and covering up the crimes would have to investigate themselves for covering up the crimes and obstructing justice to the investigation of those crimes. We could say that we need some, you know, special investigator like Durham, but Durham was worthless. This is why the number one issue that we have in this country is is to route out the deep state. The FBI needs to be dismantled. There is no rehabilitating it. And people were mocking Ravek Ramaswamy the other day because he said, you know, we need to get rid of the FBI. Oh, but what he's describing its replacement would be the FBI. Well, we but here's the difference. It would be different people. An organization is basically made up of the people. You keep the technology, you keep the desks, you keep the pens and pencils, and you put new people in its place. Or you really just dismantle the different organizations within the FBI. You let the U.S. Marshals who cross state lines handle the interstate crimes, right? Then you let the sheriffs, you you tie all the law enforcement agencies together through technology. What do we need the federal investigation for? We got the U.S. Marshals. Right? So what we need to do. You can't completely get rid of and dismantle the Department of Justice, but you can clean house. One of the mistakes Trump made when he stepped in as president was he didn't immediately replace all the U.S. attorneys. Needs to happen. And as a mother who worked, as someone who has a mother, my mother worked at um, the U.S. Attorney's Office in New Orleans for John Volts. Let me tell you, there's a whole lot of assistant assistant U.S. attorneys, a whole lot of paralegals like Mama, a whole lot of people there that can keep the doors open, keep the keep the cases flowing while they're while the top dog is being replaced. And we also and when when it comes to uh, the DOJ, can we stop? Can we stop putting uh, hiring people from these you know jack wagon you know uh, Ivy League schools? I don't want to bump up against anybody who came out of Harvard, um, how many, how many Stanford, any of these law schools. They're worthless to me. We should, we should start seeing some nominees. I'd rather have somebody come out of California Western here out of San Diego, honestly, than Harvard. Why Harvard? Why are they supposed to be so much more brilliant? Just my thoughts. Do I think that that we will see Joe Biden? Uh, No. We will not see Joe Biden prosecuted. You can't prosecute a sitting president. He should be impeached, clearly. Right now we can't because we don't have the Senate, thanks to the Republican Party. Do I think that when he's no longer president that he will be indicted like, uh, like President Trump? No. Do you think he will, Skins? No, there's never accountability on the other side. It'll be like Hillary Clinton. He'll just walk off into the sunset. Yeah, absolutely. Take all those millions and his gazillions. And I beg someone to prove me wrong, but that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got it. We got it. And, and ultimately how it works is until we get active, until we get out there and hit the streets 
and run for office and help people run for office and withhold our money and stop giving a dime to the Ronda McDaniels of the world who collected $400 million to supposedly stop the steal and fight the election fraud and then didn't spend a dime of it on that. And yet she, and yet she's still in charge of the RNC. That says everything right there, right? Don't make me yawn, man. All right, tomorrow. Sorry, see, it's the air-conditioned studios. AC makes me yawn, even if I'm not tired. Really? See, that keeps me awake. Being really? Being warm and snuggly is what makes me sleep. Um, okay, let me quickly go read a couple of emails here. Don't forget, if you miss any part of tonight's show, let me go read. Mo has weighed in here. Trump knows how to answer questions. Maybe those uninformed viewers will hear something new, the truth. This is in response to him going on CNN. Not that it would do any good. Lots of time. Sure, he will visit all programs. Um, Yeah, I don't think he's going to do any damage to himself going on CNN. I just don't think so. I think she's right about that. I think that... um, I think that town hall formats actually are his strength. I think that's when he does best. I think what he needs to stop doing is doing sit-down interviews with book writers like Woodward that are just going to completely Yeah, he needs to play to his strengths, like I said earlier, and what will make him look the best. Yeah, so I agree with Mo there. Um, That's a good comment there. Thank you, Mo, for writing in. Sean says, oh, may I recommend Due Date for a great comedy movie? As far as a TV show known to, to use mocking in its script writing, I would recommend Just Shoot Me. Oh, I remember Just Shoot Me. That was that had David Spade in it, Wendy Malick. Um, I don't remember the name of the older actor. Uh, George. Oh, the girl from Pretty Woman. Um, David Spade, another good SNL member. Oh, he's so hilarious. I saw him in an airport one time in Arizona. He couldn't have been nicer. I haven't seen the movie Due Date. Have you seen that? No. I'm going to have to go watch that. All right, guys. Thank you for being here. See you all tomorrow. Don't forget to our 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. Email me at andreakshow.com and come on back tomorrow night. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com